And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's episode of The Cool Guys, preseason superlative! Bing bong, bing bong. Um, to the show. Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on X. And only X. At BK Glue Guys, X. in a reversal from hours ago, Jim Jordan said he would push ahead with another vote on his bid to become Speaker of the House. Brian. Mike, you still read those notifications? That kind of notification. <laughs> you even turn the that off. are back. I turned that off in 2017, Mike. But the... <laughs> We had like, hey, Mike, we're rocking and rolling. Huge preseason win last night. Lots to go over. Huge show. We're fired up. How are you? Per- Excited? On a personal level, we don't talk about that, Mike. We don't talk about that. Here is what's going on. By the way, YouTube, get at the YouTube. How could people find us? Search The Glue Guys Net Show. you probably get to us. And Discord, Brian's going to be doing so many live streams. I'm going to join him on a live stream in person oh, that's true. in a few weeks. <laughs> Lots to look forward to. Brian, I said to, it was. It's the Clippers Nets game. I said to Brian, "Do you want to go?" And you said it would I, probably I, be more fun not to to stream it. That's <laughs> to stream. Not, 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 not to not go, but to not go and instead stream it. That'll be more fun. Um, I'm so excited. This is our preseason superlatives. Uh, for any, for anyone who doesn't, who's a new listener this year, God bless you if you are a new listener this year. Uh, we created this preseason superlatives list. During the very, very dark days yeah. of the You'll, Billy King and, Nets. And we kept the names of all of our, um, of all the, what do you, I guess, superlatives um, for each individual and from that era. So you can really call back to how dark things were when we started this podcast. I mean, it's, it is a. We're kind of back. <laughs> it is. We could refresh some of these categories with some new names. That's true. Because we are back in the dark ages. No. Um, can I tell you one thing? Well. Before that, okay. you watched that Miami game very intense. I was watching the Libs, the Libs choke away the WNBA Finals. I'm sorry to hear my to the Aces. What losers! Um, Miami Heat, Brooklyn Nets. What did you see, Brian? Well, you know what's interesting that in our Discord we were talking about this. Some of the stats lords, shout out to Will Two K and Lemon. These are people, huge pillars of the statistical driven community on the Discord.gg slash Glue Guys. Check it out if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Um, you like that plug? That was very, that was very yeah, radio. That was like that was actually was well done. Thanks. <laughs> I could, I, if I wanted to, I could be good at this. Um, no, that's not fair. Uh, but they highlighted the fact that, here's a weird stat for you, Mike. Do you know which team sure. hit the most threes 
in preseason. The Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, that's shocking. Shocking. And story. we hit it at like a 40, like at a crazy high percentage. Um, and so it's like, you know, with all of the dialogue about spacing um, going into the season, again, four preseason games, not, not always the best idea to try to uh, leap to too many conclusions, but um, the spacing does not, and it also passes the eye test. It doesn't really appear to be an issue, although there is issue. There are issues, obviously. Like, there are issues afoot. And I think that the spacing stuff that we're talking about is kind of a co- consequence of this one major issue, which is that we cannot do dribble drive penetration in the half court at all. There's nothing There's nothing penetrating about what the Nets are doing. And, you know, that's where the stagnation station happens on a nightly basis. Correct. Um the only person that does it is Ben Simmons. I don't so he really he only does it in transition it. and then he can he can like do a spin move into his primary defender and like get like somewhere closer to the elbow, but it's never like I'm open, I I beat my man and I have like a whole lot of options. You know? The the three point thing is surprising because I guess it's just um now, like, what did uh, Dorian Finney-Smith do? He was, like, three for four from three last night yeah. or something. Yeah, it was, he had, it was like, ripping his good... cord for the first time yeah, ever, um, but I've seen it. And also, Daron Sharp had a good, guy, good game for the first time truly ever. I don't think I've ever – I could say that. I think he shot 84.7% from the field. You think so? I think I was just about <laughs> around that number. <laughs> I mean, uh, and Dinwiddie's been, like, hot fire this preseason. What I want to say is here's the, the data point that is not going to show up on the stat sheet, and this is going to be – we're going to call back to this later um, – one of the he picked up loose balls. That's what Dayron Sharp did on multiple occasions. A thing I've n- truly never seen him do before. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. Um, Dayron Sharp's going to show up later in the superlatives for sure. He's on I'm one sure. of my categories. Yeah, he's in mine too. Um, yeah, I, I, I here. I'm going to dovetail your three point point into another point that I will discuss. Dovetail away. Um. I was going to save this for like biggest questions around the Nets preseason episodes. And, you know, I'm running part out of time. Of my goal this like, year. I'm not going to save foot. shit, right? <laughs> Don't save I'm it. I'm not going to bottle it up and put it in the cellar. This is we're no. buying the wine Go and chugging it in the parking lot. Half cocked, Mike, all the time, <laughs> all season long. So Ben Simmons, the, the guy, the best player on this team this year, maybe, um, has obviously historically been a creator of three-point shots for his other teammates. Just about the be- one of the best people in the league. Yeah. I want to remind people of something. I want them to understand the significance if Ben is back as the Esquire Australia magazine so says. You know that he did an interview with Esquire Australia? I'm sure I saw it somewhere on the on the wire. What an odd vestige of the old media age that that magazines have like an offshoot brand for right. each of the english-speaking countries the former queen's colonies there's like a gq australia and gq england it's like is it really that is it is it that different maybe i'm a snob cam wolf listener of us gq writer get at us okay. we'll talk to you cam big fan of the show um <laughs> here's the thing to know about them soon. that's just me asking him to dm us okay here's a key stat Yes. When Ben Simmons was Ben Simmons with the Sixers, this, these were the win totals of the Sixers, okay? 49, 43, and 43 was the shortened COVID year, 51 and 52. And and so I those that's it. That, that Those are the Ben Simmons years. I want people to understand if Ben Simmons is back back, 
Not that his back is hurting, but his back is fully refreshed. And if he, if he is what he was, now I don't think that's the case. I don't think it will almost ever be the case. But there's more and more optimism that maybe he is approaching old Ben, right? He's he's Benjamin buttoning himself, and he's becoming younger. young Ben? Yeah, younger, younger Ben. Yeah. A Ben Simmons-led team, albeit with Joel Embiid, but the Sixers during those earlier years with Ben weren't really weren't that well stocked with talent they were a 50 win team and so you know like i was listening to like bill simmons and ryan Russillo and joe house you know they were talking about oh the nets there's like nothing here mm. like mikhail bridges is a nice guy but that's like basically it and i understand that and i'm not trying to keep all my rose tinted nets glasses okay but ben simmons if healthy produces essentially a team that's that wins 50 games a year um, if Ben Simmons is, is healthy and back and in his bag, I think this team is going to way overachieve. Whoa. Now, if he's not back, back, then they'll be the team that we've projected them to be. But I don't, I don't think people really fully grapple with the idea of what it would mean to the win total if Ben is back. And if Ben is back, then that could, could be a nice, nice little Nice little sauce for us. Not mm. a renaissance, but a a ramaissance, if you will, which is below the ren of sauce. Is, is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm here CD for it. CD ramaissance. Yeah. Should we start with superlatives? Yeah. Let's let's rip it. First one up, the Justin Hamilton. This is, I lied on my resume. This goes back <laughs> to when the Nets signed Justin Hamilton, I think from the Raptors, and we were led to believe he was a, a stretch big, and there was no stretching, and he wasn't that big. Yeah. He was kind of terrible. Yeah. Who's lying on their resume, Brian? So this one, I actually, this is my weakest one. I'll just, I'll just shoot you straight. And, great. but I went with great. like great podcasting, all of Jesus. all, yeah, I like to be honest with everybody. Um, I went with just all of our three and D guys. I just think that like, that's what I said. <laughs> Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry to dog you. Um, but uh, yeah, like it seems like word got out that like, you don't actually have to be able to shoot threes. You just have to do the D. And, you know, you can get a contract, for Mike, easy. He said, do the D. <laughs> I know, I know like, what I said. Like, that could also mean, like, dick, you know? Well done. That's what I was well thinking. Done. What is circle? Like, you were saying, like, you're going to do a dick. So Is that funny? They f- we found out that we don't actually have to shoot threes. You could just do the D, Mike, and that's all you, and you get a contract from the, <laughs> from the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets. Um, and you thought the same thing. That's why you put it there, too. Yeah. About doing the D. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the funny thing is that DFS goes off last night. Um, True, yeah. I, which I was really honestly happy to see. Like, can I was waiting. Like, it's been a long time since that dude hit back-to-back threes of any kind. That's why I'm interested in Buddy Healed. I don't know what it would take to get Buddy Healed the Nets. Dude, people shat on your Buddy Healed idea in the Discord harder than I've seen anything get shit on before. It was something That's why I'm not in the Discord. Yeah. That's why I don't want to hear yeah. But actually I love those. Because people. because you were trying to give up them. a pick or something in that, and that's why they were all triggered or something. I forget what exactly. No, we're not said. allowed to give up picks for to improve the team. Um then don't listen to the pot. No, I, I agree. It's probably a bad idea to like slightly improve the team at all and give up any first round pick. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But that's how I would run the team. I'm Billy. That's why I always liked Billy King. Gave up picks. <laughs> I totally support really? Billy. I thought you were a picker. I thought you liked the picks. I guess that's. Um, I always felt like that's I was the silly. Um, like a nose picking. I thought I was you know, always the person that didn't like picks. Yeah, I said every single Nets. Yeah, you you 
your anti pick. Yeah. Uh, Nets, Nets three and D. It's I, you know, like I wish we had a pure three, like a pure three shooter, like a silky smooth old days Joe Harris going back to the old days. Mm-hmm. Like if old school Joe Harris was still old school Joe Harris, that that would make me pleased. But I think those days are long gone. Even though he may have a nice little season in Detroit, though I haven't I haven't read an inch about him. An inch of ink I, about. I Joe looked Harris at his box scores actually last night on the dirty stream, and they're not good. So you know, classic, classic Joe Harris preseason. I've always liked Joe Harris, but as a fan, it makes me feel good that they're not good. You know what I mean? It's like one of those. Yeah, you things, wouldn't like, want him to want... pop off. Yeah, yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah, it'd be depressing. Next one up, the Jared Jack Hold My Beer Award. I mean, has this ever been easier to give in the history of this award? I mean, it's Cam Tell Thomas me. just. It's just I mean, all it's kit. his award. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, if anyone he's could more get... Jared Jack than Jared Jack was. <laughs> yeah. If any uh, superlative is threatened to be renamed this year, it's it's that one. It very well would be the Cam Thomas Hold My Beer Award. But yeah, I mean, everyone knows the deal with this already. Um, and Cam Thomas did obviously already begin to revert to his old ways. We're like, we've got some momentum. We're playing, playing a little team ball. We're getting some defensive stops. Boom. Cam Thomas uh, calls his own number. ISO, back-to-back ISO plays. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit shots. And then, you know, lets his guy cut him back door, you know, right afterwards. Just, cla- you know, just Cam Thomas giveth and he taketh away. That's That's the... That is the story. I do have a newfound appreciation for Cam Thomas because I watched the highlights of Jordan Poole going off against the Knicks in preseason. And someone posted this on Twitter. I'm sorry I don't have the correct uh, attribution. But you can see Denny Avdia, the Wizards' Israeli forward, like in the corner multiple times wide open, his arms up in the air, his face aghast that Jordan Poole's taking on three defenders and scoring. Yeah, At least Cam Thomas isn't Jordan Poole bad. I think Jordan Poole is now the ultimate Jared Jack hold my beer. I think Cam Thomas is sub-tier hold my beer. Sub-tier hold my beer. Sub-tier hold my beer. Next one up. The Jeremy Lin Award. Yeah. (laughs) Is this the year? Yeah. Um, I think the the, the beginning conception of this is like, this. we're going to find out whether this guy is is a thing. It's not necessarily, is it like the breakout? It's like, is this the year? Um, I'm going with Dayron. Oh. Uh, this is the year we'll learn if he's an actual NBA player. Okay. You know, if because this team needs him, he he needs to play. Uh evidence of his game last night, there's something to him. Like he he can vacuum up rebounds. He just is not very actually tall. Yeah. You know, that that limits him. He's not super springy, but he's not like a complete stiff. He's he's sub-tier beer. Okay. In pretty much every big man category except He's he's got an, a nice set of hips on him, not the best set, but a nice set of hips. Okay, uh, he can rebound, and he does have a little craftiness around the hoop. Sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. But anyway, I, I we're gonna find out if he's uh, an NBA player or if he's gonna be playing for Megalex or Siska Moscow. Yeah, in a year or so. Um, that's a really good one. I went kind of in a similar, well, similar. I don't know if it's the same idea. I went Nick Claxton on this. And my wow, interpretation of is this the year sort of like, you know, if there's ever going to be a year where he could insert himself as like, we're like, I'm the third guy on this team that needs super needs a third guy. And I can bring that 15 points per game on, you know, on the season and, uh, and yeah, and just add a little bit more. Um, I, I feel like this would be the one season where this could happen for Nick Claxton early on in his career. And it would be really super beneficial for him and everybody else if he could. 
Um, I think that's a great. Yeah, it's a great idea too. If we're talking about the ways that the Nets can can exceed expectations, if we're getting to that fifty wins, I feel like Nick Claxton's going to be a big part of it too. You know, low key. Yeah. And we're not. And I, I should clarify. We're, I'm not saying that the Nets are going to get. 50. Mike's calling fifty wins. <laughs> Mike's locked no, in. No, but like, there is something too. I know. Listen, the stats on Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton playing together on the offensive side of the floor is not attractive, but. Ben is 6'10", and Nick Claxton 6'11", and an alley-oop, as we saw in the preseason, is like a relatively easy thing for Ben Simmons to pop off to Nicholas James Claxton. Yes. Yeah. So it, it, it is intriguing. And like Claxton's always has shown us a little bit extra. Um, and this is a crucial year, contract year coming up. Like... I, I think you know, he knows it too. He was hoovering. Oh, he, was like, he knows it. He was chasing. He, he was chasing loose balls last night, and I was like, somebody got in his ear. I was like, bro, like it, it's a big difference between eight rebounds per game and ten rebounds per game, and it's oh gonna, God, you're gonna massive. you're gonna feel that in your in your banking account, in your in your checking uh, account. Sorry. Speaking of rebounding, next one up, the Andrea Bargnani. This is the Mike is probably most excited, but ultimately won't do well. This goes back to when I was the only person in America. Excited about Andre Bargnani I mean, being excited is an understatement. Gassed, truly gassed. Um, and it's more fun if I start with this one because it's me sure. guessing at what's in your head. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. So I was going to say Harry Giles. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. Because here's the thing. I, here's how I understand this thing. It, it can't just be like a, you know, it's not Jalen Wilson because he's a relative unknown. Well, he's going to be awesome. Everyone knows yeah, that. Right. And that's, an, everyone that's knows Jalen writer. Wilson's going to be, but it has amazing. to be some, it's, yes. I think there's like a little bit of reclamation project that's kind of baked into, into the superlative. Um, because you, sure. you, if there's one thing you love, it's a reclamation project. It's a, a bargain bin, <laughs> it's a bargain bin center. Really, I, I'm the guy who drives around my neighborhood. And if I see, uh, like a couch left out on the side of the road, I'm like, yeah. Could be that could be a good couch. You're the guy who you, you take to Costco and you're at that big DVD thing, oh, and it's like don't even Wedding Crashers oh, for wow. three ninety nine. Am I am I gonna do I do have it? a DVD player? I don't. But what if I did? You never I mean, know. Can Physical I plug, can I plug it into my Dell and and wrong I don't know it? if you ever seen. Uh, I think it's what is it? Criterion does the like they'll have like a director come into their closet and they'll pick out. Um, like movies, so like the movies yeah, yeah. from like yeah, 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 and for me, that for me is co- it is the Costco DVD bin. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like where they're looking at like some awful <laughs> Italian, not awful, probably a fantastic Italian movie, yeah. pre World War Two, and you're like, I'm like wow, wow, Beer's Chronicles big- of Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> big daddy <laughs> who doesn't need big daddy in life? um so i will admit my bargnani was originally darius Baisley. oh wow. and they just cut him and i, I kind of liked i liked him uh he's he's lanky uh athletic i just like was like he's not he's he's a guy we could have used during the kd years like an actually like athletic wing he's gone Mike. Really he's, had. he's he's fucking gone right yeah 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 but i i put lonnie walker Okay. Um, I, that was that was my. I was gonna say those are my two: Lonnie Walker and, and and Giles. I mean, he had that one game for the Lakers in the playoffs where he scored like twenty five points in the fourth quarter, something insane like that. And you know, it's just it, it, like there's there's shades of times when you see him, you're like, ooh, that's that's a guy. Like, I think Dennis Smith is overqualified for this because like, I don't I, one. There's not really a high ceiling of Dennis Smith Jr., but I also think he's good enough to where like he's he's a Bet, way better defensive version than like what we thought Javon Carter was, but he's never 
ever going to shoot the ball. Just apparently forgot how to shoot the basketball. Yep. Lonnie Walker, to me, I just get like a little excited. Yeah. Like, oh, is there something there? Maybe he's like a guy. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. I think this is one of your awards. The mm. five-dimensional Mahjong. Five-dimensional. I, I know what this means. What, do you, what does this one mean to you? It means, so my answer one year was like Kyrie's media strategy, mm. which mm-hmm. I now I don't even know how to like unwind how I even got to that point. Yeah, it was crazy. But basically it's like the move the Nets are making or have made that way down the road could be of a benefit to the team. And can I give you mine? Please. I think Jacques Vaughn giving Cam Thomas the King Richard Serena Williams treatment is is what we're going to see paying dividends uh, in the five-dimensional Mahjong Can you define that for the audience? Because I'm not even really sure. So for those of you who haven't seen classic will smith film king richard um in the the biopic that uh, about serena and venus williams in the movie he like is Did you spe- know will smith's married to jada pinkett smith have you heard about that well i know that there's news i I saw headlines and i don't know what's been going on there oh really <laughs> I, you're, uh, I don't I get the notifications anyway. um yeah. in the film he is particularly uh trollish to serena williams the, but she's like a nine-year-old kid at this point, um, and like Venus is doing well, and at, and at some point he's he's she's like what like what are you trying to do? And and he's like you know Venus is going to be important, you know she's gonna she's gonna break barriers and she's gonna go far, but sure. because of what I did with you, you're gonna be the greatest of all time. <laughs> and and what, so what which, and so what what he's doing is keeping Cam Thomas anger angry. You know he's 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 harnessing the the uh the first he's like he's like hayden christensen comes to mind <laughs> you know a lot of a lot of young uh savants who who have gr- huge futures ahead of them who are angry at their you, jedi you um, anakin skywalker yes or Je- hayden christensen the actor who is, it, is that not a, the same <laughs> a bold that, future in front of him not the same idea <laughs> um so yeah i think jacques vaughn going all obi-wan kenobi on um cam is it, it'll it'll trigger the for the cam thomas stands out there too they're already triggered you know but they're on the dark side so they don't get it they're, they're not seeing they have their noob goggles on full tint they can't see what's really going on here and jock vaughn understands that if cam thomas can just refine a few of this these decision making he could be the chosen one he could be a guy who could score a lot of points in the nba and have a big beautiful career but the he, one to bring balance to the force by killing all jedi Sure. Yeah. Basically, all that, that all that good stuff. Balancing by debalancing. Uh, my you, you didn't like my dimensional. Thing. You, you seemed in disbelief, and I don't think it's five dimensional enough. I think that's maybe three dimensional. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's. No, five that's fair. That's fair. Here's the five dimensional, Brian Mahjong. Nets rehabbing Ben Simmons to then trade him this February. The Nets are taking Ben Simmons. They're I, I get it. Him. My, you don't need to explain it. I get it. Already, the premise They're, is right there. <laughs> They're giving warm hugs around. I, what him. I'm saying is that I think that's literally one dimensional mahjong. I think that's what that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how this became manufactured yeah. tension so fast. Yeah. The second I I was like negative with you, you're like, well, oh, of course, well, you gotta you gotta bring the heat after that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I listen. I whether how dimensionality it is this statement. Oh, I now the dimensionality the- doesn't matter. I see. <laughs> Yeah, what it, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I am bare naked to all. Like there's no there's no magic to I can't take put, it. Like, put your right? pants on. Put your pants um, on. Um the Ben Simmons it, I, I do think that there's a thirty percent chance that the Nets 
trade Ben Simmons the moment that his value becomes good. It's like in fantasy football where if you have that running back who pops off for two weeks and you know that it's not going to ever happen again and you try to trade him as his value is high. I think there's a chance that Benjamin James Simmons, the second that his value is returned and he is he is someone that maybe other teams could blink and squint their way into wanting, that the Nets will try to move him for an expiring contract and really like have a ton of money to play with going forward. Yeah. I think that's the Ben Simmons play. But maybe not. Um, next one up. This is kind of the lamest one, but I think you have the best answer. I always like this one. Uh, the Isaiah Whitehead spin move award, the consistent move. People don't remember Isaiah Whitehead, who's playing on an Israeli basketball team right now. Shouts to him. Yeah. Um, I think that he, he used to do this like the Brooklyn Cyclone. This is what the Ine Eagle <laughs> there's, does. There's something important, though, about this that's that's um, a bit of a subtext, which is that it's 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 kind of ineffective is sort of the, the meme. Yes. Yeah. That's always kind of a thing. Um, and because of that, so I went with the Ben Simmons turnaround, Jay. I just know that all season long <laughs> we will be – now that I've seen it twice in preseason, it's just going to be like, did he do the thing this game? Was it there? Did he do it that one time? Um, and I feel like we're going to get one, maybe at least one turnaround, Ben Simmons turnaround, Jay, a game this season. Sure. Just because he's like got the most exciting it, play in the game, he's got to check it off his his list of to dos. He's he's hitting his to do list. I don't know if you feel this way, but like he is the the NBA record for shots that hit the back of the rim and just like skate f- straight away. Like yeah. it, it, his shots like don't bounce up into the air like an arc. He shoots it. It hits the back of the rim. Just like well, that's what happens like when you don't have any arc on the shot. He's shooting it at a. <laughs> it's, it's, like, a it's just like it's a throwing dark. a frozen rope. Yeah, it's like a hockey puck on an an icy lake it just yeah i mean you may as well crow hop into that shot am i right mike uh, uh this is one of my favorites just to say the randy foy i think i'm playing too much mm. randy classic. foy had that look on his face the entire time it's he was like, with the nets it's like you really want me 11 year veteran randy foy to put in 38 minutes tonight okay okay. Like, okay okay we'll do it uh i so i say i, I this was before last night's explosion i think it's dfs oh i think okay. I don't think he makes sense on this team. Like DFS made sense next to Luka Doncic. Uh, I think there's many teams at the NBA that could use a Dorian Finney-Smith, like completely low usage, high quality individual who can play D on a bunch of people. This team just, there's, I mean, like he's going to be good-ish. I just don't think he's, uh, there's a lot of the, archetypes in the nba that i would desire over a dfs i have basically the, Randy the same answer which is royce o'neill <clears throat> who serves yeah, a slightly both, different yeah. purpose but is in the same position um which actually i think i like yours better because we super even though royce o'neill's playmaking is like d plus we everyone else's is f minus and so like we gotta we gotta we gotta use something out here um yeah. so he's I kind think- of important Kim Johnson not playing in the preseason really like he's going to be a crucial part of this team True. and he's the shooter. Like, I guess if I'm like, I, I want Joe Harris, I, I'm not being fair to Royce. His, his playmaking is better than D plus. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Royce has had moments, but I, I think, uh, Sean Marks is, is licking his chops for the trade deadline to get four first round picks for Royce and DFS. Yeah. You know, like he's going to, he's going to, they're going to be off this team. Ball out. Um, the Reggie Evans more frustrating than fun. I don't even think there's anything fun about Reggie Evans, right? It was just frustrating. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I said it's most likely Ben Simmons to BH. I mean, that's fair. 
like he's the most fun part of the team in the sense that like it's always like what is happening like you don't week to week we it's like the scandal on Vanderpump Rules like what is ha- I need to watch it's the car crash like what is going on is it really good TV or is it the best TV uh, Ben Simmons is it the best basketball or is it just just like is it going to just not be good yeah I'm listen I did the whole spiel at the top. A Ben is back teams wins about 50 games a year. Yeah, he had Joe and B, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if he's, if he's, if I, it's going to be something to watch. Like the whole, every game, what did Ben Simmons do is going to be the main thing we care about. That's true. Uh, but I'm going to feel a little frustrated. <clears throat> by it I went, I went day run with this, even though I know I, <clears throat> I uh, opened the show with huge um, praise for, for day run. Uh, I, I just, sure. I just, and I'm sad to do it. I don't want to do this year in, year out. Just like have him be the, the guy that, that I'm dogging, um, on the dirty stream. But I already know that that's what's going to happen. So that's, that's what it's going, that's what it's going to be like Kai Jones. You want Kai Jones? Should the Nets get Kai Jones? <clears throat> do you? I don't know. Does that solve all no. of our problems? Um, last, last one, Mike. one. Yeah. Jason Collins, unseeable stats. Jason Collins was like the. Was one of the, um, I guess you actually could see it because he's one of the analytics people's darlings uh, as analytics was emerging in basketball. What's your unseeable stat around this team? So I get kind of an abstract one on this, which is um, there's a very fine line between this being like a cool developmental year and just like a, a sad slog year. And it's Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson like kind of bringing the fun and like being you know, tone leadership guys in that sense. Um, so it's a bit abstract, but the unseeable stat is like those guys kind of keeping this thing fun, at least, you know, on a yes. attempting to on a nightly basis. I like that because like they are, and I, mine kind of, my point flies into that. But like when I talk to Nets fans, pretty much everyone's like, Hey, I'm just in a good place with this team. Like I don't hate the players. Like, there's not the pressure of chasing for a championship, not the pressure of, like, praying that Kevin Durant does a gask out. And Bridges and Cam Johnson were guys who were, like, the fourth and fifth options on a really good team. Now they're the dudes. They are the bros, the the number one, number two on the team. Like, they are the guys, and they're loving it. They yeah. absolutely love being the bros on the team. Um, off of that point, the fact that it's Bridges and Cam Johnson, I mean, I mean this authentically. Goddamn. If Kyrie was on this this team during the Hamas Israel war, I would be <laughs> ducking for fucking cover. I would be off Instagram because you better believe mm. our guy Kyrie would have been posting some shit on Insta mm. that would have led to protest and counter protests and people showing up outside like the the people that like uh what were those people that like were supporting him after the, yeah, the, some nation of Islam, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, like I am like, I saw that video of Kyrie where he's talking about how smart he is and how the players on the team are going to learn from him with the Mavericks and all those things. And like, that's one level of Kyrie and it's like kind of silly, but like he is a very good player and he's done a lot. So like, you can, yeah, like maybe you can kind of teach Cam Thomas one thing. Um, the political, aspect like you and i were joking no one's asking ben simmons about hamas or israel right now yeah and because ben simmons hasn't shown an interest in engaging in those topics and god bless ben simmons for that 
Yeah. Like the things we can care about are, is Mikhail Bridges for real? Is Cam Johnson worth the money that he got? Is Ben Simmons a thing? Is Cam Thomas a thing? Like there are normal basketball blah blah blahs and it's an unseeable thing to understand like to th- that lack of pressure but like i felt i remember the feeling i had when the nets traded Kyrie away and knowing that that exploded the team in the way that it did it, it was such a release valve of being like oh yeah you could just like watch basketball enjoy it and not feel complicated by it yeah um that's my unseeable stat is yeah. the lack of that but i will admit which we talked about in january when this team's like 15 and 23 i'll be like you know yeah, yeah. go for go for like Kyrie. like could you come back and or? i don't even want to like <clears throat> i oh, that's funny um i i think people will be like yeah you guys are overdoing it or whatever but like i i just had a vision like going back to like that first time in the anti the anti-vax uh arc narrative arc of, of the sure. whole thing and another one and i was there the day uh that there was like a group of people that tried to siege Barclays and there was a guy <laughs> I've told this story like a hundred times but there was a guy with a backpack full of Louisville sluggers he just had like six bats in a backpack with the handles sticking out and he sprinted for the door while like you know the, the like I don't know concierge, <laughs> the minimum the, wage, the minimum security, wage guard. security guard he's not even a security guy he, had no, he was just like a guy who was like about to go open up like the popcorn stand or whatever and he's like you know you know bless this guy's soul super overweight you know and and, and this guy comes from a, like a mile away he's a hurdling and the, the overweight popcorn guy's like dude this is like the craziest foot race and luckily that guy got there and slammed the door shut and the back guy the couldn't back get it yeah. if that back guy got in that day it would have been like bedlam January it would have yeah. been bedlam so anyways that's the kind of like and i was there i was watching the whole thing like bah like my, you know like dinner plates watching this thing and uh i traced that back to all of what was happening during that time so anyways that's it's it's fun to go back and and um replay that and i know that that's probably not going to be the case this season or at least not because of anything ben simmons said um as you mentioned and, and let me say one more thing about this and then we'll go there was a clip that got passed around on nets twitter Zach Lowe was on his pod. I don't know if you heard this, where Zach Lowe was talking about that the it was like the 2021 Nets team I know, I can't even that hear had stuff. Harden and KD and Kyrie, and how Celtics assistants still now are talking about how that that Nets team, like if they didn't fuck up, that that team would have just rolled through the NBA. And I understand there's like a potential sliding doors moment, but like. My big point from that team is like that team was built to fail. Mm-hmm. Like the, we see what Harden is, right? This is who are Harden is M- MIA right now in Philly. Yeah. KD, as great as he is, I don't think that he's the strategic uh, mastermind that like. No, he's he's who LeBron he's, is. He's just hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too obsessed with with hoop, yeah. and that's why he's friends with Kyrie. Right. And Kyrie is Mister Hoop, yeah. but doesn't actually hoop. And so, like, that team was built to fail. And any any other sort of, like, oh, if Kyrie didn't land on Giannis's foot or if Giannis didn't stick his foot below Kyrie's, sure, the Nets could have – that could have – the Nets could have won a championship. I still – now I look back on it all, it's like, those were all flawed. Besides, KD is really not flawed at all. But, like, flawed individuals. And that team was built to fail, ultimately. But hey, we got a new team. Got a new team. Woo! Look at us now, Mike. Get us out of here. Where do we? Where do the people find us? Actually, I people can tell find them. us on X. 
at BK Glugas. <laughs> um, tell us about the Discord, Brian. Oh, well, you already know, Mike. It's discord.gg slash glugas. Um, and it's where we have a really close-knit community where we all support and love each other, dare I say. And then we also watch games on the Dirty Stream, Mike, and it's super fun. So everyone should join. Thank you all for listening. Okay, bye, everybody. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.